1: Hello everyone, this is Rob Golfie with REMAX, the golfy team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show with host Rick Zamprin. Good morning, another
2: beautiful Saturday, or at least a whiter Saturday than most. Another snowstorm in and out, and uh, we're all digging out. And, uh, well, I mean, it's Canada, it's, it's February, March is soon to come, and we're all grateful for that. Uh, Rob, how are you today?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. It's just, uh, it's been a, a, a weird week uh, this week. Just uh, you know, like it's getting intense out there. It's like a, it's like the uh, jungle uh, with uh, the wild animals uh, out in the uh, marketplace. Uh, I uh, we had a we had a, a, a well we ha- we have a listing that um, that we had you know multiple offers on it, and uh, one agent from out of town, um, you know, submitted an offer, and his was a little lower than the other two offers. There was only three. And, um, uh, and it had a lot of, um, uh, schedules on it, but then crossed out. And there was a lot of, a lot of things, you know, had red flags on this offer. Huh. So, you know, um, our, our, you know, when we see something like that, it, it seems like you're unsure, you know, the agent's unsure, the client's unsure there was, so we passed on that offer and dealt with the other higher offer and which was a lot cleaner and, um, and this guy, he got so upset and he started insulting, uh, one of my team members really? and, and just hassling and harassing and everything like that and insulting and really being, you know, ignorant and rude. And, and I was, and I, and she was telling me this and I said, hang on. And I said, give me this guy's number. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm here. I, you know, so I called him up and I said to him, I go, um, excuse me. I go, you had the chance. First of all, you were a lower offer. You had the chance to to submit a better offer, and you didn't. Plus, your offer was messy. I mean, so so the, your credibility went downhill because of it. We uh-huh. figured maybe you're not you're not you're not prepared, or you you don't know what you're doing. And um, so and I and I said to him, uh, I expect you to apologize to my team member. The way you were talking to her. But anyway, before that, he like this guy here just was harassing, harassing. Now here's a perfect example of somebody, a client has no idea that they picked the wrong agent. Right. No idea. No idea. And I said to him, look, I go, your offer was terrible. How it was written and everything goes, well, I, I belong to an office. They've been using the same systems. And so we just try to cross it out. And I says, I think it's time to change offices, buddy. (laughs) I go, I go, you're in this market that we're in right now. You can't afford to miss anything when you're in multiple offers. I like, I I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. So I, I basically told him, I said, you better apologize to her, call her and apologize. I says, we don't, I don't condone what the way you were treating and, and talking to her. And I said, and then if you want to win any deals in the future, I said, you better start learning how to present yourself properly. And, uh, anyway, he, he was apologetic to me after. And, uh, but I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a doggy dog fight out there, yeah. Rick. It's, you know I mean? You got 20 people in most cases or 10, 20 people, you know, wanting the same house and you had probably 50 showings. And, uh, and one, there's only one, one winner out of the deal and the rest, you know, they walk away, you know, crying Mm -hmm. and agents are desperate out there. They're, you know, they're, they're doing whatever they can to get it for their clients. And I get it. I get it. We're all working for our clients and we're hoping that we come up with the right price. And, and surprisingly, actually our team, you know, because of our training and everything, we're winning a lot of, um, the bids the buyer deals that we're going in in competition. So it's, you know what I mean? Like, so obviously our training has helped our agents win. Um, you know, when we go into competition with, you know, it could be five offers, 10 offers, 20, whatever. We're, we're actually, we're, our, our, our rate is, uh, uh, uh is pretty good. Our betting average is really good out there. So, but anyway, again, if you're having a realtor, you, you, and if your offer looks all messy and all crossed up and everything all messed up around and you got two, three schedules, you know what? You better tell that agent to smarten up and clean it up because you ain't going to win that deal. Even if you're even the same price as the highest next guy, because the other guy's going to get it because his offer's cleaner. So you got to be very, very careful who you're using and, and what you're presenting. So So, that's one aspect of it. So, you know, before uh, before we
2: before we switch gears to uh, to uh, another story and at least another question that I have, I think most of our listeners want to know, did your team member get the apology that she rightfully deserved?
1: Yes, she did because okay. I told him I was going to come down and see him at his office. But he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said I'm coming after you. I says you better call and uh, and apologize. So, yeah. so he did, and he knew he was out of line. He knew it. He knew it. He was just. I think he was more frustrated that right. his client really wanted this property and didn't get it. And and who knows if you know it you know his mess up or whatever he did. But uh, I told him. I said you better better be with more of a current office, not an old, old office where they do uh, old things still. Mm-hmm. I says, we're in a different time, and uh, you're not going to win. You're not going to win these deals if, if you're still operating the way you are. So that brings me uh, to
2: my next question. When you are uh, developing an offer for a home, how do you present that? We know you're going to present it to the home seller. How do you present it to your client? You go line by line. You give a general overview. How, how does that work?
1: So, I, first we try to find out, you know, closing date, and obviously, a lot of offers have no conditions in there now, and um, and we 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 have them sign something indicating that they understand that they are going in with no conditions. You, you can't go in with an offer with a condition right now. You're basically you're going to be done. You're not going to get it, you know, because every, everything's got condi- uh, everything's going in with no conditions. So that's the one aspect if they're willing to do that. Number two, closing date and uh three price and uh four is uh deposit you if you do all all four fantastic you're gonna be in the running even if you're close or not even close to you're not at the at the highest price but you you'll be in the top two or three uh depending on the price but you'll be in the running and clean like that offer is got to be so clean that 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 you, basically the the agent that's representing the seller. He goes through everything. There's nothing that has to be changed. It's so perfect that, and it, now, if an agent makes a mistake on that offer could be a name mistake, a spelling error or anything like that. I mean, you still can get, a, get away because we know that we're, we're talking about this person. This is the person that owns the property, mm-hmm. but you got to make it clean. You know, even with chattels, like with fridge stove you, it, it, and, and a good agent will call, the, agent, the, the buyer agent will call the listing agent and say, hey, listen, are the appliances included? Is that a big factor? And any, like light fixtures, is there anything? They'll call them to find out how to make this so perfect for the, the seller that when he looks at the offer, he says, this is clean, let's do it, and let's go for it. Right.
2: A uh, little later on in the show, we're going to talk about closing a presentation and getting the deal, tips for handling multiple offers, and some common s- mistakes to avoid. If you are selling your house, you got to call the Golfie team. It is Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales. 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Go online. The website is robgolfie.com. That's robgolfie.com. You can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have an email or a topic idea for the the golfy team, send them an email, questions at robgolfee.com. Again, that email address, questions at robgolfi.com. Um census or not census data. Stats or actually this census data compiled by Statistics Canada shows that Hamilton, uh downtown, is the most or among the most densely populated in Canada. Or actually number fifth on the list behind only Vancouver, um, Toronto, Ottawa, Calgary. Why has Hamilton become such a hot spot, especially downtown?
1: It, it's close vicinity to Toronto, which is probably forty-five minute drive depending on traffic. And uh, Hamilton is becoming the new mini big city. Um, um, it's it's you know like it's 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 it's, in, it's crazy. Like it shows between two thousand sixteen and two thousand twenty, roughly. 32,400 new residents moved to the Hamilton area like that. I think that's including, you know, uh, Burlington or whatever uh, and Grimsby and all the surrounding areas. 22% of the people's choice to live no more than 10 minutes from the downtown Hamilton. Nearly 70% live within 20 minutes, while 9% live more than a half hour away, according to the census data uh, released last week. Now, more people moved to the Hamilton area in the past half decade alone uh, then between 2001 and 2011. So moving out of Toronto to Hamilton uh, is just, uh, you know, they got, now they got full day, uh, go train service that has driven the growth. Number of local immigrants hit, uh, a decade low in 2021 at, uh, 290, uh, 298, which is no surprise, uh, since homes are selling for an average of a million dollars. If you count Burlington and Ancaster, including in the average. Now, this, Hamilton is, is the place like it's, uh, it's, it's still affordable, better than Toronto. There are jobs, a lot of uh, industries coming out this way. And, uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be, I, 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 give it, uh, 10 to 20 years. We're going to be probably, uh, outpace uh, uh, some of the other uh, city centers that are, uh, have a highly dense uh, population, uh, in, in the city core, like Calgary. Um, I'm not sure who, what other, um, Cal- there's Vancouver, Calgary,
2: Ottawa uh, and Toronto, Toronto
1: and, and there was another another city in there that I was uh, Montreal.
2: Ottawa, we're, we're Ottawa, be Ottawa was the fifth below
1: them. Ottawa, yeah. yeah. So I I don't know what the populations of of, of what they are, but I do think that uh, Hamilton is going to be the next big uh, city where a lot of industry and and everything's uh, investment is going to come to uh-huh. in the next. Uh, 5 to 10, 20 years.
2: When we come back, we're going to chat about a 45-story waterfront tower in Hamilton. Plans for that are moving ahead. That and a whole lot more still on tap here on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: you're listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml homeward bound i wish i was bound. home my thoughts escaping home with my music
1: when oh, my love lies waiting Wait.
0: signe
2: Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team, at 905 575 7700 online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the first real estate team in Hamilton's history to sell a 1,000 homes in a year, 905-575-7700. Still to come on the show, what are the benefits of joining a real estate team and tips for handling multiple offers? But let's dive into this big project on the Hamilton waterfront. This is a 45-story waterfront tower that uh, the public consultation process at least city hall is going to want to hear from people of this community about what they think about this project that's going to begin in March we're probably a few years away from this thing you know being approved and actually opening up uh, your thoughts on this monstrous venue on the waterfront
1: yeah I, I it's it's amazing and uh, just to give you an idea now ha- now my understanding is They've proposed this. It's not approved yet. Am I correct. correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So so a lot of times developers, what they do is they go high, and then the, the city will say, okay, you know what, we'll give you 30 or floors or or 35 or whatever, because they always shoot for the high, and, uh, and then they'll bring it down. But if they go to the uh, OMB, they may end up getting it because they want high-density living in the, in the downtown core. Now, just to give you – an example how big this tower is the century 21 building. Well, it's, uh, uh, I guess what do you call that now? The century that it was eventually, it was a century 21 building at one time, wasn't it? Yeah. The, 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 what, what do they call that? I can, that tower I can never
2: remember what it's called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called something yeah. anyway. So the tallest building right now is the former century 21 building. Yep. And that's 22 stories. If I recall, and this is double that. hmm if I'm correct, yep. if I'm correct on that.
2: 45 stories. Um,
1: it 45 stories. Yeah. And I mean, I could see, I, I see a lot of pluses about it and I see a lot of negatives and um, it's nice to see a nice big tower that Hamilton has. It shows that they're progressing with, uh, you know, with the city and everything else. But then I can see it. A lot of people want to keep it, uh, you know, keep it condensed down, not so tall and everything else like that. It would be nice to have something that big in Hamilton, but A lot, uh, I I know a lot of people may not like it. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard to tell, but I think it will bring more people to the downtown core. We'll see, you know, uh, everybody, you know, start shopping downtown restaurants. You'll, you'll see more businesses thriving. I, I I like it. And, but I know there's a, a lot of, um, People that are against it, but uh, but yeah, I, I think it's it'll be good for Hamilton. We need a big tower that we can show that say, hey, we've got a we got a nice little city here in Hamilton that uh, that'll drive people coming uh-huh. more to Hamilton to bring this city to even more life and more uh, more to help the businesses.
2: So there uh, there's another piece of this project or at least proposed project at this point, there's a 45 story tower and there's also going to be a 30 story tower right next to it, or at least abutting the original, I guess, the bigger, um, uh, bigger apartment building, which begs the question, you know we're all wanting more affordable housing in this city. I'm not sure if this is going to be, quote-unquote, affordable housing, but it also brings the question that this is also going to change the skyline or the waterfront views for many residents. Do you think most people are going to be supportive of this?
1: I don't know. There's always a battle uh, when it comes to anybody putting a a high-rise. This will be a big one because... It definitely is uh, is is going to be the tallest building in Hamilton. Um, I don't think they're going to be affordable because this is right on the water. I think they're going to be very expensive, and I think it's only going to be uh, the, uh, it's going to be luxury uh, condos that are going to be put there. Yeah. and uh, and you're going to find you're going to find all the people with money are going to start uh, uh, putting their name in for uh, to put to to buy these uh, uh, luxury. I'm I'm going to say luxury condos that are overlooking the water. I mean, I mean it's it's expensive. The land around there is expensive, so I don't I don't see how they can uh, make this affordable. But um, yeah, it's definitely going to change a lot of things. It's going to change a lot of you know, like if you have a, a building next to it or nearby it, or depending where the sun is 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 shining, uh, you, you can have shadow on your <laughs> in your backyard for the entire day. You know what I mean? So yeah, just. It just depends on uh, you know how people around that live around there will feel about this. Um, you know, it's good and it, it's also good for Hamilton, but some some of the residents that live very close by may not like it as much. But. Yeah. It's it's it goes either way.
2: This is going to be in the northwest part of the development lands at Pier 8, which is around the Discovery Center uh, along the waterfront. So just envision, uh, you know, between Guy's, uh, Guy Street and the Hamilton Harbor, which leads me to another question. I mean, the roads around that area are I mean, they're not really wide to begin with. Now throw in, I don't know, a few hundred more uh, vehicles. That's going to be traffic wise. a a pretty big pickle
1: yeah they're gonna to have to start doing some uh like put some stoplights uh down at the uh, uh at the corner uh, yeah there's gonna be a lot of traffic i mean uh i don't know when this is proposed to if it does get past when it'll be proposed to go up I, I i think it'll end up selling fast because of the location where it is uh and what what uh the city has planned for the harbor front there but um, yeah, it's uh, traffic is going to change. Everything's going to change. It, it changes everything. If you look at uh, uh, 50 Road there, where where they put the Walmart. I mean, not the Walmart, but the um, Costco, Costco, yeah. and and all that. There, it's it's heavy traffic there at the corner. Like it's like you'd be you, you can't believe how much traffic is at the corner of 50 and the service road. It's just amazing. Um, and you know, I mean, it's moving. The traffic's moving because they they've geared the lights to you know left hand turn signals to 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 last longer than just two seconds. But definitely, it will change the dynamics of the traffic in that area mm-hmm. for sure.
2: Uh, The next step in the public uh, information process, there's going to be a meeting held on March the 8th. Uh, There's going to be some design review panels on uh, March 10th and April 27th, uh, according to city officials. Um, No real timeline, at least from what I've seen, on when this project might be up for approval and eventually, if it is approved, when it will be constructed. But... Let's just say it goes ahead. There's a 45 story uh, condo tower on the waterfront. There's also a 30 story condo tower right beside it. Is that really going to open up the floodgates to more and more developers to say, all right, I mean, we can't build outward because of uh, urban sprawl. We can build a skyward. Do Do you see more and more of
1: these? Absolutely. This this will be uh, an opening for other developers to uh, build high rises out out, out that way. Um, just so that uh, you know, y- you have to understand that the higher the tower is, the millions more that these developers make, and that that's why because the land is not changed, but the floors do. And so, if they can add ten floors, it, it you'd be amazed how much how many more millions that uh, a developer can make but that but not that but also they, they want to design something you know nice for the city but i but i think that's the direction it's going to go i i think because of this shortage of homes that we have uh in uh, in canada or even in north america like there is a shortage of homes and this will be the first uh stomping ground that you know maybe a young couple will buy if, if it's affordable but i mean they made it round like like a cylinder almost like a large cylinder so that um every uh probably 75 percent of the condo owners that uh, buy this will have a view of the uh the bay uh, um, uh on their uh condo uh, apartment yeah. so they they've made it you know that seventy five percent so they're going to get big money like I mean I I would imagine they're going to you know start at probably seven eight hundred thousand and they'll be up to in the millions depending on what floor and what uh, what you have and how many square feet mm-hmm. but but I could see it, I could see it I could see it happening I don't know if they'll get to forty five floors but that's what they always shoot for and then they may end up at you know 35 you know it just depends yeah
2: so if you had a choice if you were buying uh, a unit in this apartment let's say it's the 45 story and you're you're right at the top or you're somewhere in the middle would you rather have the city view or the harbor view
1: you know what i i would like the harbor view uh, and i and i know that would be more expensive but the city view wouldn't be too bad either. i know it would be like, nice you know what i mean like yeah, like, you know what, um, at the, um, some of the uh, buildings downtown Hamilton, I, I, I'm, I was on the 17th floor of this one uh, building on Main Street, and uh, I'm looking up at, uh, I was in the office, uh, 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 a friend's office, and I'm looking out the window, I go, you've got a nice view here, <laughs> he's got a corner office, and uh, it, it's not bad just to see the, the cityscape of, 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 uh, from your office, so either way, uh, I think would be great but I think that obviously most people are going to want the water view you know and be able to look it over but but I either way I think would be just as good yeah. I city views pretty nice to see at night and even during the day see what's going on
2: yeah especially with the escarpment that adds just a little bit of a you know a, a cool factor yeah. to it but certainly the the yeah. the harbor side would be a, a smidge quieter I would I would imagine too.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. And then they could see some of the, you know, watch the boats and everything that, uh, you know, go by and everything. Yeah. I, 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 I'd be looking into that myself just as an investment. You, know? mm-hmm.
2: you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Buying or selling a home, you got to call the Golfie team, Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Online, the website is robgolfy.com. that's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. Dot com. Let's switch over to joining a real estate team. As you heard, the golfy team, the first one in Hamilton to sell a 1,000 homes in a year. They did it last year in the first 11 months. The benefits of joining a real estate team. What is What is some of the good of joining a team like the golfy team?
1: You know what, for somebody starting out new, it, it is a great way of, of starting your career. And, not, and, and I get it. Sometimes people, they want, um, you know, to start their career on their own. They want to brand themselves, get going. And I get it. And some, a lot of them start, but a lot of them end up failing. And then a lot of them end up failing and getting out of it completely and never, never going back. And a lot of those people were, could have been great agents. They just didn't, they just, wanted to be on their own. Now, like the one, the things that we have, like we have real estate, you know, education courses that teach a lot about the laws, ethics, standard forms, et cetera. They, uh, 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 what happens as a realtor, they don't get the opportunity, like they don't have the experience or, or the business that can learn fast. But as a team, um, you get that every week when we talk about different things that are, are happening. Um, so, I mean, we handle, we teach them how to handle objections, build relationships and get buyers and sellers to choose. Uh, when you're part of a, an established top performing team, it's reputation and name recognition will give you credibility. So when you're brand new, you walk in and you say, Hey, you're part of, you know, let's say the golfy team all right, right away. You've got the credibility. You know, right. um, and, and, and you're, and, and, and when you're on a team and you're surrounded like-minded professionals in your corner, like we always have somebody that can help you out. There's, like when you're on your own, you know, yeah, they have a broker record, you know, a uh, person that's a manager that's supposed to help you. But a lot of times when you're at 10, eleven 10, o'clock at night working on a deal and the <laughs> manager's not answering his phone and you're in the middle of something, <laughs> guess what? you're, you're, you're going to be stuck. And sometimes you have to bring it over to the next day and sometimes deals die if you let it go overnight. So when my phone rings, especially, uh, you know, at, at nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night, I answer it because I know whoever's calling me on my team, they are in the middle of a deal and they need confirmation on something. So, so that, that's what you have. That's what you have when you have a team, uh, you know, you're working with. The one thing we also have is, uh, lead generation systems or programs with an expertise team leader that have a steady supply of, of reputable referral business. There's a weekly or monthly sales meetings. Like I was telling you earlier, regular training sessions for additional support and coaching. Your your teammates are also valuable resource for mentoring and, and to learn. You will have dedicated support staff. That's, that's what a team is. And a lot of our teams actually after a, a while, sometimes they decide to go on their own. We've got probably one of the best graduating classes uh, in, uh, as a realtor when they join our team and end up going on their own eventually down the road. <laughs> it's like now they can leave the nest and, and, and start on their own. We have the, yeah, like a, a, our, our broker even said that. He goes, You guys have the best graduating class. He goes, Your realtors, when they've been with you for a while, they are top performing agents when they uh, end up going on their own.
2: Pretty cool. Does having you mentioned support staff? Does having support staff make a big difference?
1: Huge. Um, When I first started, uh, my support staff was really tight. I was on a tight budget, but our support staff now uh, is large, and we found that our service level is is through the top. And uh, support staff is key uh, to having a great team and working for a great team. So definitely, is look at and see how big your support staff is.
2: If you want a great team working for you, call the Golfie team, 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. Online, the website is robgolfie.com. That's robgolfie.com. Closing your presentation and getting the deal done. We'll also talk about social media platforms for real estate as well. You're listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the
2: This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Skartman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call the first real estate team in Hamilton's history to sell a thousand homes in a year, 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. And follow the Golfie team on Twitter facebook and instagram give them a follow give them a like and get uh, entertained at the same time some great videos that they're putting out on a uh, weekly basis um let's chat about uh, getting the deal done we talked uh, at the start of the show about an out-of-town agent really not uh you know doing a great job closing your presentation and getting the deal done what are some of your presentation tips
1: You know what? You got to you got to respect the other agent and then you got to find out with the agent. And uh, like if you're working on a deal and trying to get a a, a deal, like a a property for your client, you you have to be you got to talk to the agent over and over and just call them, find out what's going on, stay in touch with them and, and show them that you know, that you're a reputable agent, show them that what you've been doing and, and find out more questions about the house so that you know more about it. And, and the thing is, don't be, you know, don't be, uh, you know, egotistic and, and, and thinking that, you know, you're, you're gonna, you know, bully your way through this thing. It doesn't happen that way. A lot of times it's relationships. It is relationship that happens. You know what? You might get a guy that has the highest offer, but the other person has been in communication and talks with the selling agent. And that selling agent may give that agent a second chance to, hey, listen, you know what? You're not the highest offer, but if your guy can come up more, I think you you, you might have a chance because I like talking to you. Or my clients like you. They're seeing you. Uh, all that is important. You know, at, you know it, it, it's asking questions you know and you got to assume that you have it you got the deal you know going nice and easy and soft and i'll tell you it goes a long way you treat people well things will good things will happen for you and i truly believe that and i tell that to all my agents i says treat everybody with respect and and that one agent that wasn't treating uh, respect to the my team one of my team members you know what? There's no way that guy was going to get it. There was no way. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like it just like you've got to be totally respectful. So, you know, choosing an agent the right way is important. Uh, make sure he's a respectful agent to other people.
2: I'm sure from time to time, a deal or two has gone sideways for whatever reason. Was there a, uh, a learning lesson that you took from or you learned from when closing the presentation or at least trying to do so?
1: Yeah, you know what? It, you learn something on every single thing, and I've gone through pretty well any kind of situation as possible, and that's why, you know, when the when the phone rings and and, and one of my team members are in the middle of something, I I know how to react and I know how to deal with it uh, in in a very nice way that it'll turn out positive uh, for them. So. Um, it, it, it is scary. I'll tell you, like you, you've got fear of your client that you're assuring them that I think we got this deal. And sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And it, it, and then the client starts second guessing you, especially if you've been on five or six different presentations and you lost every one and and it's, and you're not reading it right. Now, the key thing is like, and then, and then that's when the client ends up overpaying something by 50 to a hundred thousand. And that's why, you know, there's been a lot of talk about blind bidding uh, to stop blind bidding because there's sometimes a gap, uh, a huge gap from the first offer, first highest offer, second highest offer. And just because people are frustrated, they've been losing properties, so they're just overbidding and eventually they'll overbid too much that they shouldn't have had to do that. but. It's 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 a like I said it's it's tough out there it's it's uh it's a it's a dogfight it is a dogfight to to get the, the deal for your clients out there right now
2: we got about a minute do you have a go-to strategy without revealing any secrets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll give some details, but I won't give the the real real secret. We'll just let the clients have to call us. Um, no, the the strategy is just um, you know getting to know the uh, listing agent, the agent that has the house listed, and and just you know being in touch with them and finding out what's going on and stuff like that. Um, it's so important and and letting them know, like sometimes, you know, you just say, Hey, listen, my guy, the bigger, the deposit on these deals is, is, is a good thing. And then hopefully, but you got to go in strong. Some agents feel they go in with a number and they're going to get a second chance. You know what? Yes. In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. It just depends on, on, on the deal. Like, you know what I mean? It, it just depends. Like if there's two, two or three offers very close at the, uh, uh, that are the top three offers, yeah, we're going we're gonna to say, hey, you guys going to have to come back a little better because you guys are all close. But if there's such a stretch between the two, you're not going to have a second chance. That's it. You, you gave your best offer. And some people think they don't, like some agents tell their clients, well, we'll go on with this offer, but hopefully we can better it after. Well, guess what? They just they just basically misinform their client uh, uh, and may lose the place for their client. So you can't do that. You can't do that at all.
2: Most homes getting multiple offers. What are some of the tips that should be used to handle those offers? We'll discuss that coming up next here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
1: So hot
2: And one last spin on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Give them a like on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Just check out the Golfie team and your favorite social media platform. And if you have a topic idea for a future show or a question you would like answered by Rob and his team, send them an email. Questions at RobGolfie.com. That's questions at RobGolfie.com. Many, many homes, as you heard earlier on in the show, are receiving multiple offers. How do you manage all these multiple offers?
1: Thank God we got computer systems because every time I know, you know what? I'll tell you, it, w- it would be very difficult if we didn't have computer systems. Every time somebody submits and says they're registering an offer, every single client that viewed that property gets a notification. We, we have one registered offer, two registered offers. Sometimes my phone goes off so much because it, let's say if there's 40 registered offers and they all come in. 40. So every agent that showed that property is getting an email saying we have 40 registered offers, 50 registered offers, and it's 50 emails they're getting. So, but the thing is, that's how we stay on top of it. Nobody can come back to us and say, Hey, I was never notified that there was this many offers. I was never notified there was offers. That's why we want everybody to book their showings through our systems and, and they'll be notified every step of the way what's happening with that property. And, uh, but, and that's how, that's how we organize it. And then once we have all the offers, we lay them all out on the table and, uh, and then we separate them. Uh, the, the ones that are cash offers are the ones with conditions. And then, and then we separate it, and also the top ones with conditions, and the top ones with cash. And then we, we again, we try to see what you know what deposits are in, involved, and also we want to see the realtor that's involved. We want to know a little bit about the realtor, and a little bit about the client, because we don't want to pick the wrong offer, and then we find out that the uh, they really can't afford the house, or they don't have the deposit money for the house. So we, you know, there's so many aspects of this thing. Uh, when you're, when you're dealing with multiple offers and it does take a lot of experience, uh, sometimes a lot of people muffle it up and make mistakes and it causes problems both on the buyer and seller side. So you got to be very, very careful. you got to know what you're doing when you're doing this kind of system. I mean, like uh, at our team, we, we deal with multiple offers every single day here. And like my phone goes off on every single, uh, listing that we have that, uh, how many offers there are. Just, just this week alone, I must have gotten 250, 300 emails uh, just in, in, in the course of just different offers coming in on different properties. And it's telling me, you know, third offer, third uh, registered offer, fourth registered offers on, on all these different properties. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you gotta stay organized and you gotta have the right programs. And that's why it's always good to be with a, a brokerage or a team that is always on the latest technology when it comes to uh, running, uh, running your business.
2: In regards to multiple offers, uh, what is the worst thing that can happen?
1: um you are uh, taking the wrong offer and they can't afford it and they ended up overbidding because maybe their realtor pushed them too hard too fast and and the next day they wake up in the morning and they are um having second guesses mm-hmm. um so as as a as a agent representing a buyer it's good to have the deposit check there already made out in, in, a certified check made out to the broker and, uh, or, you know, as a, as a listing agent, um, you try to get that. I mean, sometimes it's good to deal with multiple offers during the morning and then you got all day to get that, um, get that uh, deposit check because the banks are still open and uh they don't have overnight to sleep on it and i out they made a mistake if they went too high or not mm-hmm. but 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 everything's been pretty good though like we haven't heard too much about people uh having uh having buyers remorse yeah uh it's been all pretty good and um you know it's just we're just, we're in this market right now we, and but things things will change though it will it'll slow down it'll it'll pull back a bit and uh and it'll it'll level off and then There'll, there'll be some breathing room sometime, uh, probably in the next, uh, little bit, hopefully this late spring or, or summer.
2: We have about a minute to go. Do you always go with the highest offer or does it depend?
1: No, no. We've actually taken offers that were even less than the highest offer, uh, just because, uh, sometimes, uh, the seller, they, they prefer, uh, a, a, a couple to buy it, um, you know, that they met while they were showing the house, um, maybe there was a you know, closing date was better and there, there could be a lot of different reasons on that offer. And sometimes when the agent sees the, the price show up on the system, that his offer wasn't expe- uh, uh, um, his offer wasn't accepted and they took a lower offer, they go crazy, but they don't understand there was probably different reasons why they accepted a lower offer. So, you know, it, it, it just, it gets, it gets crazy out there with people and uh, agents, especially uh, when you don't accept their offer. And it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to lose.
2: I can imagine if you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Rob, thanks for another fantastic show, and thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML.
0: The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900-CHML.